Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, all seven rounds in heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as part of the Armchair Media Network. The 2020 NFL Draft is less than two weeks away, so get ready for mayhem. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the co-host of the show who doesn't overvalue length in a corner. (laughs) And with me, as always, is AJ... Gettleman Marchese. Wow, what? that's a fucking low blow. That's two low blows. Uh, today we're going to be counting down our top 10 cornerback prospects in the 2020 NFL Draft and previewing the NFC East Draft plans. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Going out to Vegas maybe. Looking for a young or a two-o. Don't draft a running back on the first day. Don't draft a running back on the second day. Maybe draft one on the third. Or don't. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way, where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune. Or there's the other way, Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award winning protection, two time winner of the CNET Editor's Choice Award. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home, outdoor cameras, and doorbell alerts to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensor guards inside. You barely notice it's there, but what's truly remarkable is you can set up this system all by yourself, which is important during physical distancing times. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops, and there's absolutely no trade-off to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch the police to your home at moments known as 24-7. And it's only 50 cents a day, with no contracts. It's why The Verge calls SimpliSafe the best home security system. Go to simplysafecom team today, and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day free trial You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team today. Uh, Okay, corners, corners, corners. We're nearing the end of our positions, AJ. The NFL draft is upon us. I can't believe it, Rob. It's going to be so empty when the draft is gone, but I'm so excited for it to come. Two weeks today, as we record this, will be... uh, over uh, on uh, wait, what the draft will not be over two weeks today. You good? Oh, yeah. You okay? Two weeks I don't today. Know what day it is. As we record this, two weeks today, it'll be day two of uh, the NFL draft. Probably, uh, you know, sneaking up on the third round right about now. We talked about how much today feels like Saturday already, and I just fell for that again. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, you're bad at podcasting. That's my take. Fuck you. Happy, ha- happy Good Friday. Thank you. You too. Um, enjoy your Good Friday, people. But listen to us talk about the corners. Am I right or am I right, AJ? You're right, buddy. Happy Good Friday. <laughs> All right, this corner class is pretty uh, loaded and deep yeah. and interesting. I think this is, we've talked about kind of the edges and the linebackers the last two weeks and how a lot of that, the, those groups were, although Chase Young and Isaiah Simmons make the headlines, and this group has that in Jeff Okuda. Mm-hmm. This group also has kind of a whole mess of guys who could potentially end up in the first round. Um, and a lot of depth through day two into day three. Like, there's guys on day three I'm really interested in, whereas with those linebacker and um, with the linebacker yeah. and edge groups, we didn't really have any big time, like, day three draft crushes. Yeah, pretty much exactly. Like, I don't know. Like, how many corners do you think you can go in the first two rounds? Now, the, the, my question to that is, including guys I consider nickels? N- for today, let's just say no. Just guys I think are true corners. Yes. By the by the way, as always, we're splitting corners and nickels. Nickels is coming up, I don't know, Tuesday or something. So. And I don't think there's as many guys in this class who you're like really like, is this guy a corner? I only had that question with one guy um, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about today. But uh, for true corners, I would say... Potentially 11, 12 actually. I'll say 12. Okay. I've got, uh, I've, got I've, a, I've got a guy who I think could potentially sneak into it and another guy who, uh, if not for a bad combine, I think would have gone on day two. All right, fair enough. Yeah, no, that, that, that number sounds about right and then, to me too. Like while we're here, I might as well say like at least three nickels. Yeah. Yep. So, like, I, I think overall, if, we, if we're just calling corners and nickels the same thing, um, between 12 and 15 total in the first uh, three rounds, mm-hmm. that's I'm right? No, I feel, yeah, I, I think, like, like nine guys in the first two rounds, too. Maybe, yeah, maybe like, it's can. pretty loaded. I It's interesting, because, really, after the top two guys, um, who I think are first-round locks at corner... Yep. It's kind of wide open. Like there will be more than just those two who go in the first round. Yeah. But I don't know which guys. And there's maybe even I don't know two, three, four, five guys you could argue. Yeah, like like my corner nine personally, I wouldn't be shocked if he's the third corner off the board. I would, I'm in the same boat. I wonder if we have the same corner nine. That'd be weird. That would be weird. Oh wait, maybe I'd be shocked well, if he's third. But I wouldn't be shocked if he's fourth. My my corner ten I've seen mocked in the first round. I yeah me too. I'm all it's it's, it's, it's from, very from, all over. Yeah exactly. Like after the top two, which I think are pretty rock solid. My only I have two first round grades. Me too. Then the rest of them have a bunch of seconds. Me too. One one borderline first, and then my tenth guy, who I think we're alluding to the same guy. It's a big drop off between him and number nine and ten for me. We'll we'll get into that in a sec, but yeah. Interesting. But at the end of the day, like um, the previous two groups, there is one clear guy at the top, Jeff Okuda. Yeah. Um, now, let's, let me ask you, does he have the highest floor, highest ceiling, and your best bet? He does. Yeah, Rob. me too. So, it's it's again, it's I. this one wasn't, maybe wasn't as blatantly clear as Isaiah Simmons and Chase Young checking all three of those boxes. He, he uh, had like, more competition. It yeah. was like CJ Henderson, I think, has an argument for highest ceiling. 
Yeah, no, that's fair. Like, I'm not going to be the person making that argument, but, like, I wouldn't criticize someone for thinking that. And I, I have seen some people, I think Eric Crocker has a Mrs. Number One Corner, and that's a guy who I generally trust on corners. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, again, that I think that's the only argument to be made. Like, highest foreign uh, best bet, I don't think you can make it against uh, Okuda. Here's the and train. Then, yeah. Hey, what, guess what's on it? Um, Probably things that are bad for the environment. You're right. It's old VHSs. <laughs> that was like weirdly quick off the top of your head. Yeah, this is my new bit. I've been working on it. <laughs> I mean, what do you do with old VHSs at this point? Dump them in Saskatchewan. Come on. Don't reveal my location. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't say that's where you live. It might be going. Dump them in, uh, in the oil fields in Alberta. Thanks. Uh, point being, back to the point. Jeff Okuda has been, I think at the prior to the season, there was a couple guys vying for that number one corner spot. Obviously, it was kind of like Okuda, Henderson, I think Fulton. And that was generally a lot of the conversation was those three. Um, And then quickly Okuda separated himself. It it felt like week one. (laughs) Yeah. Well, CJ Henderson also had that um, tough, uh, what was it, week zero game Mm -hmm. where he wasn't tackling. Yeah, and like that scared some people off, and I think he he was a little polarizing for a bit, but generally he is consensus corner two at this point. All right, Rob, uh, find me the flaw with Jeff Okuda. I mean, yeah, the the argument to be made over just going back to that highest ceiling thing with um, CJ mm-hmm. Henderson will be he's not exactly the same. Uh, he doesn't have the like he ran four four eight, and some people were not like super pleased with that. But if you look Fair. at the explosive numbers, yeah, like his vert and his broad were ridiculous. Um, I think he's a exactly. really safe corner. I think he's one of the best corners over the last couple of years. I would put him in that um, Jalen Ramsey, Jeff, Ramsey. like J- Jalen Ramsey, Marshawn Lattimore type of category. O- over Denzel Ward for you, right? Yes, I have him above Denzel Ward. Uh, me, me too. And like Denzel Ward was a top 10 player, I think, on both our boards. Yeah. Um, Okuda is a top five player for me in this class. I think he can play, uh, and this is what separates him from Henderson is uh, he is less scheme specific. Yeah, exactly. Like he can thrive in man and zone. He can play press. He can play off. He's got wonderful, I think, instincts um, mm-hmm. and, and eyes playing in zone. Uh, I, I've seen some people knock his eyes in zone, but I I, I personally don't see it. I think you'd like go back to. Um, the Rose Bowl, 2018 Rose Bowl against Washington. Yeah. That game, he's playing a lot of zone, and mm-hmm. I think that kind of uh, perfectly shows off how great his eyes are. I think he, he it might have been two picks. It might have been one in a sick pass deflection. But he made a handful of splash plays in that game, playing a lot yeah. of zone, uh, just kind of sitting back and reading um, um, front of the show Jake Browning. You know, let's go. Let's go quickly back to the athletic part because yeah, he ran a four four eight, but he had the best split among corners one four seven. Yeah, he's explosive as hell. Like, and that comes back to the broad and um, vert yeah. numbers. And then if you looked at him before he kind of ended his day in the drills at the combine, like he just mm-hmm. looked so much more technically sound than a lot of these guys. His feet were so crisp. It was a combination. Tape. Yeah, it was a combination of technique. And athleticism, watching him um, backpedal, man turn, zone turn, yeah. <clears throat> find the ball, all that stuff. Like he's also very well put together. Uh, six yeah, one, well, six one two oh five. 
Like that's yeah, ideal corner size. Near thirty-three inch arms too. If you want to throw oh, that, yeah, in you there. love the length. Oh, I'll talk arm length all day, baby. <laughs> but then, yeah, like, dude, he plays with a chip on his shoulder. You're never questioning his effort. Like, he's coming downhill. He's he's hitting hard. He's playing the run. And then, like, going back to the the four four eight, you never see the long speed an issue with him though. No. And and I don't think it like nobody questioned that going. I, again, people I no. think thought would run maybe closer to four four flat. But again, I don't care. He ran under four five, and like you said, the ten yard split plus the explosive numbers, plus the tape, plus he yeah. was like you said his on field at the combine was teaching tape. He is I think a immediate day one corner one. Yeah. Uh, um. And again, top five player in this class. You mentioned the physicality he brings too. That's something that separates him and a guy like C.J. Henderson, for example. Yeah. Who uh, there's a couple corners in this class who don't like to tackle, uh, and mm-hmm. Jeff Okuda is certainly not one of them. And uh, just you, you already mentioned Denzel Ward, and I mentioned Marshawn Lattimore. He brings um, just looking at the last couple of Ohio State corners. He he has bits of all their game. Like he has the athleticism yeah. and fluidity uh, of Ward. Uh, of um, Ward the natural cover skills and ball skills I think of Lattimore and then even if you go back to Gary and Conley I know he hasn't been terrific in the league or anything but he still was a mm-hmm. first round pick and, and mm-hmm. he was really good uh, uh, f- like impress man coverage because he was so physical and he's got that too and, and then he's, he, all of that in, in Lattimore's frame too yes and he's uh, I think um, the most physical tackler of that bunch yeah, agreed. Yeah, so I mean, again, he's pretty much perfect. <laughs> I, I don't see too many flaws. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll come clean. I'm not the greatest cornerback uh, guru here, but, but I am. So yeah, exactly. So, so if we're both agreeing here, then uh, you can't go wrong taking him fucking third. No, I uh, like again. He checked. I think he checked every box. You asked for like, I like when you ask with these elite prospects. Like, where would you? pick a flaw and I have a harder time with him than some of these uh, like other elite guys I just don't think there's really anything that blatantly stands out I no I fully agree um and he would be perfect fit in Detroit as their corner one yeah. uh he like I, I've seen this the Stefan Gilmore comp I think makes sense for him I have maybe a little bit of a uh, a larger comp, even though Stephon Gilmore's coming off Defensive Player of the Year. But he reminds me a lot of Jalen Ramsey when Jalen Ramsey's coming out. Just he kind of has everything. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I think for- personality wise, he is closer to Stephon Gilmore, where he's more like he's got that swagger and that dog in him you love in a top corner, but he's less kind of chatty yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, especially and, Ramsey. And yeah. I, 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 love a, I love a, like I'm not knocking Jalen Ramsey for that. I love a corner. I think corner more than any other position kind of needs that because it's I'm, such I'm, a, um, like you're gonna get beat. Everyone's gonna get beat, so you have to have like this unlimited irrational confidence at times. Yeah, no, no. I, I swear to God, it's something I actually look for, and it's again, like you said, you're gonna get beat, and on so many plays, you're just out there, and the ball is not coming your way, right? So like, you have to have that dog in you to win every single rep because you can easily you know not not professional corners but you know regular folk and stuff you can easily lose your focus in that type of situation right mm-hmm. no he's uh i think he is he's perfect he's um uh, one of my favorite players in the draft i love him um hopefully he falls to the steelers at 49 <laughs> there's a chance there's always a chance um but yeah i, I mean 
he is a blue chip prospect. I I I already mentioned Chase, like Joe Burrow, Chase Young, uh, Jeff Okuda, Isaiah Simmons. I think are the clear blue chip prospects in this class. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's arguments to be made for a couple other guys, but I, I think those four for me stand out maybe the most. Those are also those, the top four players on my board. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. Like those, I think are the clear cut guys. And like you said, there's an argument to be made. Maybe like, of pick your favorite tackle or Derek Brown if you're really high or a receiver, or the receivers exactly. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, again, no, those four are, are a smidgen above that next group for me too. Like yeah, those those have been my top four players in, in different orders for a while now. But I think yeah, those are the four blue chips. Since, um, yeah, like since, since February, pretty much, or even yeah. earlier, January. Yeah, no, since last March. I'm pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty saw, good at this scouting thing, pal. Yeah, you saw it with a uh, burrow. Yeah, uh, I said, hey, you see him throw. For, you see him throw for two o two against Arkansas with a pick and a touchdown. It's my guy. Uh, He's got the goods. Uh, okay, who's your value pick? Uh, speaking of length, Rob, not, not the longest arms though, but solid enough. Reggie Robinson from Tulsa. Fuck off. You got the same guy? No, he's a sleeper for me, and now I have to change that. I'm the biggest Reggie Robinson fan in the world. Okay, I. Th- How I'm, high I'm, is he on your board? I'm too high on him. Where is he? What what where, what is he on your board? I have an early fourth round grade. What number is he on your board? I don't have it in front of me. Early fourth. That's how I do it. You know my formula. Well, you don't have a big board? That doesn't make sense. Not in front of me. I don't put it for the show. I just create it. Okay, but just open it. I'll talk about him while you open it. I just want to know who has him higher. Uh, okay, give me a sec. Talk about him. Okay. Uh, Tulsa. Tested yes. much better than I think a lot of people expected. Out of nowhere. Throw on the tape. You mentioned the length already. Big time length. Super aggressive press corner, press man corner. Um, things he needs to work on. I think instincts, zone. I would be worried about him in zone, but he's a developmental day three uh, press man corner with athleticism, length, ball skills. Mm-hmm. I think it's the Oklahoma State game. He has a ridiculous Dude. interception. Okay, that that interception fucking made me fall in love with him. It, for for the layman here, he was in like a shallow zone, dropped out of that. Made like a jumping full extension pass breakup and then stuck with the ball and made a juggling INT and that was like holy shit. And then like you said, tested really well, ran a four 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 six one two. Which no one expected because just no. at, at that size and being a group of five corner who's like known for press man, you kind of expect maybe he like he's gonna run like four five five. Yeah, and like I like probably would have been happy with that. Like to be honest, like. Like, on tape, he's, you know, he's physical. Like you said, press. Uh, keeps guys to the boundary so well. Like, his hips are tight, but he can flip and run a bit. He's um, he's he's one of the guys on day three. I think you're, what he could be is why you draft him. And potentially, you said fourth round. Where is he on your board? 115. Okay, yeah, you're higher. You get him. <laughs> Where's he on yours? 150. Oh, okay. Wow. Ooh. It's a little weird there. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, again, I'm super high on him. Uh, all the tools are there, like you said, Ron. Yeah. How about you want Seattle to take him? Oh, they've drafted their next Richard Sherman, says AJ. <laughs> he, hey, he didn't play wide receiver. But he did block a kick in, in every single season he played, which is kind of a fun thing. I don't know why you're always prepared with weird stats, but I appreciate it. What is he, also 19 years old? 
Uh, no, I think he's 22, but I'm not sure. There's someone that's really young, and I'll say it later, I think. Oh, tease. Uh, okay, for my value pick, um, I'm going with Harrison Hand from Temple. That's a good one. I, I haven't, like, he was my second choice after Robinson. Those are, those are my two favorite uh, day three corners. Both bo- 150, so you're, a little, you're higher on Hand than you are on Robinson, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, where does he see on your board? Let me check. He is top... I can't read that well. He's 128. Okay, so like I've been like pretty much the same area as you. Uh, he's the guy who I like. Would you be shocked if he was one of the later, th- like last picks of the third round? No, that's a good point. I like I have him like early mid for like it's the same area. Uh, every as time you. I watch him, I kind of move him up. He tested pretty well. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got that really well. Yeah, just didn't run that well. Like four five two, which is not bad. Like I'm fine with that. For yeah. what he does, I, I like him in zone a lot. Um, mm-hmm. he, yeah. he he's got kind of his hips. He's not as fluid as you if as you'd like to see, but um, the athleticism is there. Like he like you just said, he tested pretty well. I think he's a tough guy. A lot of the temple corners are tough. Yeah, like he, he's like he's not the sh- like a powerful tackler or anything, but yeah, temple tough. Consistent, <laughs> yeah, consistent tackler. Is there other corner who um, I can't think of his name right now? Who's going to be senior this year? Same thing. And like Rockyson mm-hmm. last year, they just know how to teach toughness in corners. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's a guy who I like. I, I like the idea of uh, him as a press zone guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think like because he, he reads the quarterback's eyes really well. Yeah, he's got combos. good instincts, and that's kind yes. of all of the time with the group of five day three type guys. You like you kind of expect them to either be like kind of like Robinson, where they're big, uh, but then he ended up being more athletic than you expect. Yeah, yeah. Or they're nickely. Hands got um, better instincts and more football awareness than I was expecting to go with his physicality. Um, he's he's and he, he's, and he's what? Go ahead, yeah. I was just gonna say he's not like extremely large, but he's long. He's good, like five eleven, one ninety seven. He's well built. Two inch arms. That's yeah. It's very well built. Uh, and yeah, he's like he's a guy who I I would like to take in the fourth round and. Uh, mm-hmm. Sit for a year or two, and I think, especially in like a uh, a press zone scheme, I think that's where he's at his best. Yeah, no, and like you said, I could definitely see him being that like pick one hundred four type of guy, like sneaking like, in there for like a really nice scheme fit team. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, who's your sleeper? I've got to buy time now that <sighs> Reggie Robinson was mine. Sorry, I- I'm gonna go deep, so I, I won't steal your guy. Uh, guy who I liked a little bit in the summer, but like, ah, he's not draftable. Uh, did more work on him, ended up moving him up. Got got a late six on him, so kind of high on him. Thakarius Keys from Tulane, another long guy, good size, six one two o two. Again, almost thirty three inch arms. He uses his length really well. Uh, you throw on the Florida international game, has a great diving interception where he kind of just fully extends. Uh, you see that length. He's got a nice press punch. He lands it frequently. Just one hand jabs. Like again, it, it, not the, not a great athlete though. Like he doesn't have much speed, not too much burst. The hips are a little tight. But another guy that, uh, for like a zone-heavy team, almost like similar to, uh, to Harrison Hanner, you just let him press a bit. Uh, very interesting guy, because like 50-50 balls, his length is kind of kicking ass. Another guy who's just such a willing tackler, works really well in a run support. Just a really solid rap tackler. Um, I, like I get, he was a combine guy, so I can see him being a you know, sixth or seventh round pick. No, I think, I, I I like think that's his range. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm exactly. saying. Like with this group of corners, uh, opposed to the other positions we were going through, there's yeah. more guys like this where it's like I, I would bang the table for him mid to late day three, versus mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of those guys in the other groups we were going through. 
Yeah. No, exactly. I agree. Um, now I'm struggling to define sleeper. Like Dane Jackson's not really a sleeper, but I love no, I like, love Dane Jackson. He, he's a little stuck between value and sleeper. We can talk Dane Jackson if you want to talk. Who cares? It's it's our pockets. No, 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 AJ. We're not. <laughs> We're not going to talk about him. I like Ajamudia from Iowa too. He's he, he's he's a value pick for me too. I like him a lot, but we can talk about him because I want to. Okay, I'm going to talk about Dane Jackson then. Okay, okay. Um, but Ajamudia, I like him as a uh, day three uh, press cover two guy, press zone yeah. guy. Okay. Oh, he he oh, he pr- he's like what the the type of corners um, the Panthers have been drafting. Like he's yeah. James Bradbury esque to me. For, for, like, lower key guys, Robinson, Hand, and Ojemudia in that order in the fourth round, I, I like those three guys a lot. I put Dane Jackson in there, too. I like Dane Jackson a lot. Um, I, I'm lower on him, so, so throw, that's a, this is a good one. Throw your guy out there. Okay. So, he, I think he surprised a lot of people at the Senior Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. When you watch him, he I, I, he's, he's kind of wiry, but he's got length. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Despite that, like he's a physical player, uh, always always tangling up at the line of scrimmage uh, in press. I think he's, he's a feisty. yeah, he's a willing tackler. Um, I like him in, in man more than I like him in zone. Like I, he doesn't have the greatest eyes in zone, and, mm-hmm. and, and the questions are about his athleticism. Um, yeah, tested four five seven. He ran. Yeah, and then like at the Senior Bowl, I think people are expecting him to not like none of the like the corner group wasn't great at the Senior Bowl. And he was one of the guys who kind of like played above what was expected. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and I think that helped him a lot. Like I think he's he's a guy who ends up like fifth, sixth round. But I like that, him that's a lot. Where like, I, that's where I got him. I want the Steelers to take him as a Steelers he, fan. Like he remind he, he reminds me of like kind of Stephen Nelson. Who that's a big <laughs> that's big because Stephen Nelson was so good last year. But yeah. uh, in terms of the build, the feistiness. Um, in the press man ability, like I think he's got decent fluidity despite not being the greatest athlete. Um, like he's not that explosive, but uh, he he plays so smart and feisty that he's always making plays around the football. He always comes downhill as a as a, a run defender, like coming mm-hmm. down on a, on a screen. Um, I think he's really technically sound with his footwork, um, and he he flips his hips well uh, in in man. I, I don't know. I just I. Something about Dane Jackson. Maybe it's me being a pit homer. Secretly a pit fan. <laughs> he he definitely like you know I thought he he played above his tape at the senior bowl to me too. Like for me like I, I just think he gets really really grabby at the top of the route. You see that a lot. See him getting into penalty trouble. It's like just if he can clean up those things, I think he's like a competent NFL backup. I, so I, I see the same things as you. He just got got a little, little some of that shit to clean up. I also think number eleven is a sick corner number. Look, in those new pit throwbacks wearing number like, 11, he looked good. He looked crisp. He did. He looked nice. Like you said, thin, but like, I, I, sometimes I like a thin corner. I don't know why. As long as they're long, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, who's your super sleeper? Speaking of length. <laughs> I swear to God, if you take mine. I, I don't know. Uh, okay, we'll see. From Southern Illinois? No, we're good. Okay, good. This is deep. Uh, Madre Harper, again, from Southern Illinois. Uh, out of this world's pro day at Northwestern. I know I'm not. I'm not. Not pro day is weird, but this was a legit pro day. To be fair, uh, I don't even know who this at, person is. Oh, okay, sick. Okay, he came in at six two one ninety. Tape think, good. I'll get to it. Don't worry. Uh, no, like I said, it's bad, but he's athletic. 
I have a, like I have a seventh round grade on him. He's athletic as fuck though. He ran a four for one. It's that's a I, I dinged him for that. You know, it's a four five flat. But anyways, he he verted forty. He had an eleven uh, foot broad, and then like like he's he's really long. He's like a really leggy build, which sometimes you like, sometimes you don't. His instincts are mad, but like he's got big time closing speed. Like I, I don't think he's that kind of athlete, but he's definitely oh, a really he's, good athlete. Oh, he's an Oklahoma Stir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, he, he's first of all, he lays the fucking lumber. He fit, like he always looking to separate the man from the ball. Uh, super willing hitter, plays the run game pretty well. So like in, uh, seventh round, those are some traits to, to snatch up. I, I actually have a late six on him, but you know, already written his name down. There's there's no cuts, but go watch the North Dakota State game, uh, full game on YouTube, and right. uh, he he pops early. Like again, like his instincts aren't great oh, yeah. or anything. I'm also but going with there's a long guy for my there. super sleeper from a small school, but not quite that small. Um, my guy Kevin McGill from Eastern Michigan. Oh yeah, Thanks. fuck! I like his right. ball skills. I like his length. Pick, He's though. really aggressive in press. Um, he just, I don't know, he flashed yeah. a ton. Uh, like, he's a, he's a guy, a priority, priority free agent guy, but I don't know, the ball skills, the length, and the physicality, mm-hmm. I, I think there's something there. It's kind of like what you're saying about Madre Harper. Like, who uh, with with these priority free agent corners, if they're, well, Harper's clearly a great athlete, but, um, like, length, physicality, ball skills, things yeah. like that really stand out, and I think there's something made there, especially because... It comes back to what can they do for me on special teams, and if they're physical playing corner, that probably is going to translate to special teams, which is how they're going to make the squad anyway. Yeah. Yeah, for, the, for these later guys, exactly. You're looking for athleticism, you're looking for length, and you're looking for a guy who's going to play physical as hell. Those are like my three things, and if they mm-hmm. like, okay, if they check your boxes, I'm really intrigued. Uh you know what? I, I didn't have a great pick a in this one. Year, I think there, I, uh, I would Dantzler. argue there's like three guys I was considering, and he's one of them for sure. Yeah, I, I just didn't feel like there's a clear-cut guy. And this was out of respect to the 439 <laughs> fake 40. Four th- I'm sorry, Cam. I, I, I'm giving you less credit. Yeah, the, the 438 sped up, maybe fake. <laughs> you know, that was more like his 464 at the Combine. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I'm a little. I don't know. Like to be honest, I don't know where I see dancer going. Well, there was You've first round talk until he talk. ran a four six four. Uh, I'm a, he's my exactly. corner. I, I got him like the early fourth, early mid fourth round. Okay, so we're on this. He, I, he's my he, I, I, I went back and forth. My corner eleven and ten are really close. I went back and forth for a long time, and then I just I mm-hmm. ended up going with the uh, the guy over him because of the athleticism. Um, Dantzler is interesting though because he he like he showed up in big games. He's really physical. He's obviously long. Yeah. But then like that forty time, and he's yeah. not a super great athlete on tape. He, he yeah, but I didn't realize he's no. that. Like he lacked that much athleticism, I guess. <clears throat> I know he's really he's real he's, thin. One eighty eight. He's he's long uh, and lanky. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's he's he's no, that's a really good pick for Wildcard, I think. Yeah, it's just like all things considered, I like the tape and like you said, he, he steps up well. You know what I like for a longer guy, um, if they're getting toasted by slants and inside breaking routes all the time, I'm like, Okay, this is what what are you really doing for me? Uh but he plays those routes well and so like all those things are like, Okay, I like this. But then the athleticism and like 
He's like, yeah, he plays the run pretty well. I, I don't know. I also, I, he's not a guy. I, mean, I, I don't take think he on consistently finds the ball. The first round. He's a guy who, um, yeah, despite the length against a more powerful receiver, I think can kind of get handled a bit because yeah, yeah, he, he's lacking so much, uh, like yeah. lacking so much to his frame. I guess. Yeah. Like um, he he's really flashy. Yeah. Like there's flashes and then. It's a bit inconsistent. Yes. I see the vision there for the day two stands, but uh, I, I'm not going to. Yeah, but I, I'm, I, I'm not, I, I don't want to be the guy who's drafting a 4 6 yeah. 4 corner. That's kind of what it came down to, honestly, for my corner 10 and 11 <laughs> battle there. And, and give me the no, better athlete. That's uh, fair. Especially honestly, at corner. I agree with you. Um, I will encourage Javon yeah. Diggs. Yeah. He's a guy who yep, I think partially because of his name he's had first round hype for a while. I don't see that. Um, he also didn't end up testing mm. at the combine. Me neither. He obviously played at Alabama, and put up big numbers. But then if you watch like certain games, he gets freaking toasted. Other, yeah. J- and, Jamar and Chase other games where like he makes really impressive plays. The guys he got really good ball skills. Um, like when he gets his hand like. Because he's, yeah. he's a former receiver with big-time length. Um, it, but he also seems to be allergic to tackling sometimes. There's just too many inconsistencies with him where it's like, I'm not going to mm. be taking him in the first round. I'm not over – I get the the uh, the obsession with length, ball skills. Um, I think he, some people question his athleticism. I, like, that was less of a question for me on tape than some of the other things with him. Like, I'm so much more worried about his technique, his instincts, and zone. Um and his tackling than his actual yeah. overall athleticism. I think it's what the Arkansas game like. He he has a pick six in that game where like he he was yeah like I'm less he concerned with that his athleticism, team. more concerned with everything else I just said. You know, even in short distances, he feels like a pretty solid athlete. Like you do lo- see long speed get. Well, him, I think with the Jamar Chase like thing, like he, thing. he he just you know what I mean? he's playing. They're they're playing what they're. But they playing cover t- two, like he's playing press, uh, press cover two on him, and yeah. uh, he's just losing him, and just like has no sense of where Jamar Chase is. Yeah, and I don't know things like that really worry me. And like, yeah, his his techniques all over the place, really inconsistent. Like, there's a lot of raw upside there, but uh, that first round stuff that's way out the window for me. Like, I don't care. I, I, I might care less about corner length than a lot of people. Uh, okay, I know you're going to say it later. Uh, on the big board? board? Uh, yeah. He is or just give me a round grade if you don't have it in front of you. So that's yes. early third. Should be pretty, pretty low. I, I am higher on him than you. He's. I'll save it for later. I do like, like him. He's but very boomer right bust. Flaws. But then, yeah. But then, like you said, like you're you, you sometimes overlook length. But he's you know six one two oh five, almost three three inch arms. He's prototype size, and with that the athleticism, you're right though. He's got a lot of fucking uh, holes in his game. And oh, dude, he, the tackling. He does I feel like not want to tackle. Like he just kind of a dive tackler. Like he is, dude. He just he's like CJ Henderson. Like, bugs me. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. I, Henderson's honestly, tackling like Henderson's was a, tackling the games where he flashes some of the tackles. I think because 
if you look at that Miami game, which I think everybody in the country watched, like it was really bad, and that just left a feeling in people's heads. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Like throwing the bowl game his last clean. Yeah, no, game, but see, that's what I'm like. Was really an like Trevon Diggs is as bad a tackler. Pretty much, yeah. But like you, like I think it's like I'm, I'm still high on him. I'm still like all that upside. Like, like you know, the ball sales are great. I have a converted receiver and return punts and less athletic guys above him just because they're so technically sound. I'm a sucker for a technically sound corner. That that's fair. You know what? Like, let me just say this: my corner uh, nine to my corner five really are all really really close for me. Actually, more more six. I'll say six, but five is a guy that corner five to eight are kind of clumped. Yeah. Like seven, seven through nine for me are really, 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 really tight. Like almost similar grades, and like six through uh, All right. six through nine. Want to get really to it then? Yeah. So okay. So this is a guy I'm probably a lot lower on than uh, the majority of people. No. And number ten uh, from Auburn, Noah. Ig- the- hey, Noah Igbonagini. Daniel Jeremiah also calls him Noah I now. So like maybe he's repurposing our content. Yeah, <laughs> we we started that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, I got all. No, I got I'm, all I'm spot on with on you. Though, so I'm, I'm a... He he's a guy. I, I was t- telling you before the show because okay. I was ta- we were talking corners, nickels, who's what. He's the guy who I was unsure if I, I feel more comfortable with him as a nickel. Oh, he's, he's five ten size almost Darnay Holmes, who I have as a nickel. Yeah, no, that's you know that's interesting. I, I didn't really think about it. you know. Okay, so hold on, let's fuck it. Let's just talk about him right now because <laughs> he's both are corner ten. So like, uh, remember how I said Okuda's mm-hmm. uh, forty was a one four seven split? Uh, so Noah, I ran the exact same four four eight as him, but his split was one six one, which was really weird yeah. to me. Obviously, well, he he's, he's a, a really strong athlete. kick returner too. So it might be a yeah. So you know he he's he big time uh, kick and punt, uh, just kick kick upside. He started as a wide receiver, moved to corner. He so he's so, the guy that's young as fuck. He's not going to be twenty. He reminds me a lot of a Dory like Jackson, week, week who I was year. a little lower on. Like I didn't think a Dory Jackson was a first round guy yeah. uh, in that class. And uh, it's it's like yeah. the, there's you can see his track speed at times. Like he is clearly he's well put together too. At five, like he's not the biggest like yeah. five ten one ninety eight, but he he he's well put together. Um, yeah, and I, I like you can see his explosiveness and his speed, and, and I like him a lot. And man, but he's so raw, and like I would not like the the instincts and his eyes and so, zone, and he struggles to consistently find the ball. Like when the ball's in yeah. the air, it's like he's like you know what's funny too, like like off the line with releases. He's so like sometimes he'll play it well, and then my, another time he's like in the spin cycle. He just my favorite. He, he just needs to, to get more comfortable like, with the position. I think he's at his best playing off man. Just where like, mm-hmm. no, yeah, that, that, he, he's yeah. his press techniques too inconsistent. Like he, like he can get cooked at the line sometimes, um, and he can get a yeah. little grabby. Yeah. Like I, I just and that's why I went back and forth about like is he, maybe he's a nickel playing some off man nickel. Um, he's like he's not a terrible tackler because he, he's pretty he's. He's just like no, he's very physical raw, football player. But there's a lot of athleticism there. I like the first round stuff's crazy, but like second round, I could totally see him ending up there. He's a hundredth on my board for the record. So like right Me at too. the end of the third round. 
Okay, yeah, so so very similar to me. Um, but yeah, like, like again, he's he's so goddamn young. Like, like he's not twenty one until like, that's week crazy. thirteen and, of his and rookie year. Like that's that's super young. He's interesting. He's one of the. I'm sure he's one of the youngest players in the draft. Like there was some talk about him. Obviously, he's a starting corner in the SEC at Auburn, and then all of a sudden, I, was it Mel Kiper? Someone put him in the yeah. first round of a mock, like near the end of the season, let's say like December, and mm-hmm. that's when it started really buzzing for him. Uh, but no, I I, I see him. More as a day two guy, he's a lot of upside there, a lot of boomer bust, a lot of a lot he needs to be coached uh, on technique. It's interesting you say he's a former receiver too, because like him yes. and Diggs, like you can see the vision, but they're both so technically yep. raw. And being receiver converts, that makes sense. Yep. All right, you can you can continue if you'd like. Yeah. He- <laughs> No, just last thoughts. Like, he's only played corner for two years, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, he's just so boomer buzz. I think he's going to go in the Me second either. round. I w- wouldn't bite on that personally, yeah. but I mean, if he hits, he's going to hit big. Um, and if he misses, he does. So you get that at least. Anyways, uh, big jump from ten to nine for me. And like I said, this group is going to be really close. Uh, nine for me is AJ Terrell from Clemson, late second round grade. Uh, number eight for me is Jalen Johnson from Utah, late second round grade. Number seven for me is Damon Arnett <laughs> from Ohio State. Late second. And Diggs is six for me. Uh, mid to late second. So there's like not really much higher, just a little bit. Cause the, we have a lot of the same know, people like in different more. order here. So time for me is Noah I okay. with the Adoree Jackson comp. 100th on my board. Nine is Trevon Diggs. Uh, 76th on my board with the Kevin King comp. No wonder you like him so much. Uh Eight for you, I guess, not in your top <laughs> ten or really high. Bryce Hall from Virginia, 63rd on my board. Josh Norman comp. Uh, seven is A.J. Terrell from Clemson, 61st on my board with the Pierre Desir comp. Uh, and then six, Damon Arnett from Ohio State, 59th on my board with an on-trail roll comp. Uh, well, we did know uh, I. Where do you want to start? a little bit about digs. Is Bryce Hall not in your top ten? Oh, you're high on him. He's my uh, number five. Let's talk AJ Terrell. He's in both of our sets. Yeah, here. I know. AJ, AJ Terrell, I, I think, yeah, he's, is he's number nine for me. what people uh, want Trevon Diggs to be in terms of his athleticism, his size, <laughs> uh, and, and the upside. Yeah. But I think there's just a lot more upside. Um, really consistent tackler. Uh, he, he, okay, I think his playoff wasn't the best, and that left some a bad taste in people's mouth. Uh, I think, who, Jamar Chase cooked him in the mm-hmm. championship game. Um, yeah, maybe Jamar Chase. Sounds like Jamar really Chase cooked him a lot of um, But yeah, with, with Terrell, like, some, like, <laughs> I don't love the first round uh, talk. Like, there's all, and which there's, that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of this class is all over the place, and AJ Terrell's one of those guys who could sink in the back end of the first round. Um, no, and like he tested quite well. Um, he just he his ball skills yeah. are what worry me. Like he'll lose the ball. I think that's what happened against LSU a couple times, uh, and Ohio State for that matter. Um, mm-hmm. He's just he, he'll be there, but he doesn't make the play because he can't find the ball. Uh, that's my biggest worry with him is ball skills. Uh, I also mm-hmm. like he is again going back to how raw he is. Like uh, the overall instincts, like he can get. Um, like his sense of awareness in zone isn't always the best. He doesn't have the greatest eyes, but like he's also, I think, got the tools to be quite good uh, uh, as a press zone guy uh, and press man with that athleticism. 
Um, I like him. I think he's a starting corner in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, he, he kind of feels just like that solid number two corner type. And like you said, like it, not not the high-end ball skills. He's not going to rack up INTs. He's not going to be a flashy guy. Pretty raw. Te- uh, but like I think like in the basics, mm-hmm. like I think his, like his hips are pretty clean. I think his back pedal's patient. Like, his feet are pretty good, especially for a longer guy. And then he flashes the athleticism bursting to close, like, after the catch mainly. Not not, not breaking the balls up. Because, like you said, just kind of like a hair a hair late reacting to uh, the throw itself. As opposed to the ball, ball getting there. So, like, I, I like him too. I, I think he's kind of like, he looks like he could be yeah, a long-term. Yeah, I just, first round, Rich. Um, I think... I think we're both going to be higher on two corners who, aren't, who potentially won't be in the first round when guys like A.J. Terrell and Trevon Diggs potentially will be. Yeah, like, like I, it wouldn't shock me if Bryce Hall is in a second-round pick. And I know uh, he, for me, round, I uh, like he's just so very so. scheme-specific. Like, he's got to be in uh, press cover two. Like, he's perf- like Xavier Rhodes for the Vikings. Like, he uses length impressed really well he's really uh technically sound but he's not a great athlete uh he can get lost in man coverage um he can get burnt deep uh great instincts in zone great ball skills in zone great eyes um but he if he tested like i i don't know that he would have run uh under like a four five five That's that's where I kind of ha- like just theoretically. I don't, think, I'm I don't even know like if four five. Like if J- Jalen Johnson is better, like faster on tape than him. He, he ran four five two. Like I I think like Bryce Hall is more scheme specific than a lot of these guys, and that that's kind of why I have him at eight. Like I would love him to end up in uh, like Washington, for example, playing uh, in Rivera's defense, basically how Josh Norman played for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. No, no, you know what I like all the negatives that like you said I agree with, but then I I just love like like he, he works his ass off like again you throw that throw in the injury concerns too like it's not a big thing but his season ended this year obviously with the ankle injury, um but you know he's he's got another guy with prototype size he works his ass off uh, he plays the run really well, um sniffs out screens like he, like you said his eyes are so good it's like all just like the instinctual stuff I I love about him, um. You, you know what I, I thought? He, maybe he gets some looks at free safety. I don't disagree, and I, I think with just the transition here a little bit, I think Damon Arnett could be in a similar boat. Mm-hmm. Ar- you know what, Arnett, if he I ran faster, didn't expect if he ran to faster, like him as I much as I did when I threw on the potential. Um, he is really, I think, awesome and physical and press man. Uh I think he's really his yeah. feet are. He got so much better year after year at Ohio State as someone who's watched him play for f- four years at this point. Um, he got better every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got length, physicality, he's well put together, really physical at the line of scrimmage. Like he makes you earn it. Um, there were Marlon Humphrey uh, comps at times uh, before the poor testing um, because of how physical he was. Uh, I think he he's very willing to get involved in the run game. His, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if I said this yet. His feet are really clean. I wouldn't want to put him in zone. Uh, I like press man, uh, and he's just a, he's a dog. 
You know what? He he played a lot. Uh, that's in the that's one thing too, I love about Ohio State corners is all of them play all over. Like Sean Wade basically was a nickel this whole year, and he's moving the outside for his uh, for his redshirt junior year, and he's going to probably be the preseason corner one. He's a guy who you can know can play nickel, and like Jeff Oku just played nickel, and like you just said, Arnett's played inside as well, and like Denzel Ward did too. Like that's just seeing guys mm-hmm. n- knowing they can play yep. inside and out is always just a extra positive. Yeah, like you said, though, he's so physical. Um, he's got a lot of dog and him, plays with a mean streak. I, I love all those things about him. Also, like, deeper down the field, like if his back's to this quarterback, he doesn't panic. He reads the wide receivers really well, finds the ball, knocks it out of the receiver's hands. Like, uh, I like all of those things about him. Um, there's a lot to like. I, I think he's, like, again, like he ran a 4-5-6, uh, yeah, four five six, uh, which is, you know, the – the, the biggest knock on him, to be honest, but yeah, I, I in the second round, I'm he, still, still he like him might not have the same ceiling as some of these other guys, but yeah, I think he's got a higher floor than a lot of dudes. Yep, high floor. Uh, okay, you want? I agree. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say you want to go to uh, your five. Jalen Johnson. Well, he's in my top five. Oh, okay, uh, we didn't talk about Jalen Johnson. Do you? Do you have him in your five? Oh fuck, I didn't even realize. Oh shit. Okay, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> five for me is Bryce Hall. Again, just a just a smidge above uh, Diggs for me and like that whole pack there, uh, and then we get to the top four guys. I'm pretty, st- I don't know, maybe I'm not standard. Finish your Fourth is Kristen Fulton from LSU for me. Early, early, early. Uh, fuck, that means we're agreeing. Early second round Finish grade. Uh, number three for me is Jeff Gladney, TCU. Uh, borderline first round Finish grade. Uh, CJ Henderson's number two. 15 to 25 grade. And, both uh, Jeff Akuda's number one, top five. Um, okay, let's do Bryce Hall, then Jalen Johnson, then our top four. Wait, we did Bryce Hall. Sorry, sorry. I let's do Jalen Johnson. So yeah, did. I didn't Johnson. Um, <laughs> realize how much I liked Jalen Johnson until I just kept watching him. And he's really, I think he's really he, safe. He's, Dude, yeah, okay. he's, he's a just, slow burn. If you can, like, call I love <laughs> a tape him watcher. Technic, like he is so technically sound. I think that's why I like him so much. Um, press man, dude. Uh, yeah. Physical at the line, willing tackler, good enough athlete. Doesn't have the highest uh, ceiling, but I think again, like similar Arnett, high floor. Um, I just like I think he can immediately come in. Like I, first round, I don't have him there. Like, I think he's a second round guy. But I think he can immediately yeah. come in and be a starting corner. I think it's interesting because him, him and AJ Terrell, I think are are very all over for people, and I think for different reasons. I think Jalen Johnson, mm-hmm. the positive is he's so safe, like he's going to be a starting corner, and AJ Terrell is for what he could be, uh, yeah. like Johnson high floor, lower ceiling, Terrell, yep, high ceiling, lower floor. Hmm. Um, uh, I I agree. Like he's very very well. Oh wait, done. I didn't get my top five. inside a little bit too, which again always a pre- Oh yeah, but we know we, just, we did this with we can do it like we'll, we'll do it in a sec. Uh, <laughs> I just like we'll do it. We already know who it is, so we can wait. Uh, yeah, I know. Don't worry, we'll, we'll get there, Rob. Relax. But yeah, like I said, I agree with you. He's well built, tested pretty good. And he's just really well-rounded. He's clean technically. He's a square hitter. Breaks on the ball well. I mean, I, I again, I agree. I yeah, and so just uh, for the record, my fifth corner is Jalen Johnson. 55th on my board of the Vontae Davis comp. Uh, 
who retired in the middle of a game once. Watch, watch Trey White yep. and LaShawn McCoy talk about it. It's funny. <laughs> uh, four is Christian Fulton with a Trey White comp. There's my uh, my, f- my fun transition. Uh, 31st on wow. my board. Jeff Gladney's third. Darius Slay comp 30th on my board. So I have Fulton and Gladney like right together. Uh, both early second round grades. Then CJ Henderson yep. second. Marcus Peters uh, comp 16th on my board. And then Okuda one fourth on my board. Ramsey comp. Christian Fulton. Uh, he's the guy who apparently the NFL doesn't like like we do. I, like, why though, Rob? Why would the NFL not know. like He seems him. really safe to me. Uh, and, and I love him. Um, yeah, I, think I agree. He, like He's both fluid, clean with his feet. I think he tested better than some people expected. Maybe he's not the greatest tackler in the world, but it's not like a big, big issue. Yep. Um, I think he's, again, really technically sound. That's kind of yep. like the theme with a lot of the corners I like here. They're really technically sound and press. Um, I think he, he's got the eyes for his own, too. I like his ball skills. Like I just think, I don't know what it was, cause, but the, there was talk last year if he came out, he would have been one of the top corners selected. He went back. And, like, there were some games where he, he struggled a bit more. Maybe, the, like, the Texas game comes to mind. But at the same time, like, in, and then he showed up the combine. And I thought, although it wasn't, like, a massive combine for him, he tested well and he looked really clean and drilled. He, he tested well. Yeah, four four six forty, which is fine. Like, he's, he's you know, he's got good size, uh, almost 6 feet, 197. Like, I agree. I think he's pretty safe. Like like you said, really technically sound. The feet are quick. The hips are nice. Um, like, the only thing is, like, the run defending and the tackling is, eh. But, like, another guy, like, the ball skills, like like uh, like Arnett with the, with his mm-hmm. back to and the And then Jeff Gladney. Like, he's got I, no issues. I love Jeff Gladney. He's feisty as hell. He just wants it. Like, he'll – he's not the tallest guy. He's 5'10", but he's got arm length. Yeah. Um, And then I think he's a really good athlete yeah. who shouldn't have run the three cone with a – recovering meniscus but he did uh i think he's a really explosive athlete another guy who i think is really clean and man man press man um and, and like watch him against denzel mims like he wants to get he wants to get it like he's so yeah. angry and so i think gladney and fulton are like the two guys who they probably won't in reality end up in the first round but i would take both of them in the first mm-hmm. round over a lot of these corners and they're both in my top 32 although they have high second round grades, um, but like I like them a lot. I also think Gladney yeah. has the potential to kick inside to nickel if you, if you wanted him to. No, he de- yeah, me too. He me definitely too. does, but I, I'm comfortable with him outside too. Uh, yeah, I I can understand the NFL not loving Gladney like we do because the three cone and the average testing and like, and then again he's a bit short, he's a bit thin, but like you said, the arms are 32 flat, I believe. So like that's all nice. And I think yeah. we, we both have an affinity for mm-hmm. feisty fucking corners, and he's got that in spades. And uh, Again, willing tackler. He's a good blitzer, too. He, he kind of plays his ass off, and, like, the ball skills are there. I like all I, – I think Jeff Glennie is safe. And like you said, I think there's nickel ability. And, uh, and then C.J. Henderson very, very is the most gifted uh, athlete, I guess. Him, I, I don't – like, Okuda is – I feel like I should talk about C.J. Henderson, like – Outside of Okuda, he's the most gifted athlete. He is so natural in man coverage. Yep. yep. Um, really athletic, great fluidity. He just he is so smooth. Um, yep. And 
he like he's got a ten like you're gonna want to play him in only press man he it's like it's the market that's why I think the Marcus Peters yeah. comp is so money for him where it's he's got this length and all this athleticism all this mm-hmm. pure skill but he's not uh like he he just doesn't have the instincts or zone like he can get like very boomer busting coverage like you saw Marcus Peters when he was put in situations that weren't um, the best for him like watch Marcus Peters with early with the Chiefs and then with the but once he got to the Ravens from the Rams like he was back to that Pro Bowl guy look at his his ball yeah. production is crazy I think CJ Henderson's going to be like that too being just a pure playmaker at corner he's not going to be a shut, shutdown guy like a Stephon Gilmore uh, or, or which is what Jeff Okuda could be, but he's gonna be uh, still a high end corner one mm-hmm. who's just gonna be a playmaker. He's more of a playmaker than a shutdown guy, I guess is what I'm getting at. Yeah, that no, that's a good that's a good point. You know, I, I almost feel like we uh, I don't I, value that is true for sure. Um, there's certain guys who can be like Marcus Peters is the perfect example who can be a Pro Bowl corner in one scheme and. Just uh, can be a liability at times in other schemes. Uh, I think this is a random one that comes to my mind. When D'Angelo Hall went from the Falcons to the Raiders, that's the first time I remember thinking about that as a kid, because uh, he was so good in Atlanta, and then yeah. he he went to Oakland, and they they asked him to play so much more zone, yeah. and he just like was not good, and then he ended up um, obviously ended up in Washington, was put in a much better situation, and he was back to being a very 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 good corner. And that's just, you need to corner more than a lot of, like, linebacker and edge and defensive tackle at the end of the day. I I, it's, I think scheme is less important, but it's so much more important for corner. It's underrated, like you said. Like, corner, corner might be... I agree. Outside yeah. of, like, and like, like, maybe offensive line and quarterback, uh, the most important for scheme. Safety is pretty important too. DB in general, I guess. Mm-hmm. You, 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 yeah, but you know what the thing with safety is? It feels That's like we true. don't I, try to. Uh, if you're like them Devin McCourty's clearly a, a single high, we're gonna play him there. Earl Thomas best at his best at single high. Yeah. We're not putting Cam Chancellor in single high. We're gonna have him come play down low. Uh, Pat Chung's a good example yeah. of that too, where like Pat Chung is no, he's he he he's. He went to Philly for a year. This I don't know why this is on my mind right now. But he went to Philly for a year and was terrible. Went back to New England. They put him in that perfect like kind of big nickel role, like things like that. Yeah. You they you're right. They don't force yeah, like safeties you, into the wrong role as much as they do with corners. I think it's a bit of that's it's, true. A, it's easier to identify types of safeties, and it, 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 I don't know. I feel like you, when you're taking a corner, like. You don't no. see safeties go in the first round as much as you see corners, right? So if you're just, you know, when you're taking a corner, you're like, okay, he's six foot, mm-hmm. he runs a four three five. You're right. We're no, taking him, and we're, sure. we're jamming him into our scheme. Wow, I think that just happens more so often. Smart right yeah. now. <clears throat> uh. <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry. I'll I'll, okay. I'll do my mock, and you know, uh, you'll hate it. I'm excited for Nichols next week. Uh, obviously, if a blatant, really good corner was left off our top ten, it's because they're a nickel. That's maybe. I, I, I do yeah, think it, this class, it's really easy to separate who the nickels and corners are outside of Noah because I just that kept coming back to my mind. Yeah, and like, I mean, I can see Arnett being a better nickel than a corner, but he's obviously got the talent to be outside. Like, 
Yeah, no, it's pretty much. Hell like, yeah, okay, let's uh, jump on down to our NFC East draft preview. Uh, AJ, go ahead with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, uh, I'm keeping it simple at 17. It feels like maybe you can pencil it in now. Love the fit. They need an it. edge. Get Caleb Von Chase on from LSU. Uh, we t- yeah, it's easy. You just you plug them in there, and uh, you're feeling good. Uh, 51. Uh, I, I wanted a safety. Oh, too late. I, I, I got them off the board earlier. From Cal. I... Oh fuck. Okay. Um, I took. See, that's why I, I struggle because I, I know I, guys like, are already today, off the I board took a guy. Or, I took Ashton Davis earlier than I think you'll expect. I know you like him a lot, so it makes sense. Um. All right, for who, Dallas who at safety, Kyle Duggar. Um, Antoine Winfield. He's gone. I took him for the Browns earlier. <laughs> you took him Jeremy already. Jeremy even though he won't be there. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I know. A safety. Anyways, so <laughs> get them a safety. Grant One Delphi. of those He'll three guys. I, I like Grant the fit of... Uh, no, do it. That's cool. I thought I'm about it, but I didn't want to pull the trigger on it. So, Everything we've heard is right, he's not going in the Grant first round. Ran he's up. closer to the fourth round than the first round, so I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I th- if any team's going to bite on him, if if the rumors are true that he's, he's slipping a bit. I mean, we know he's slipping, but you know what I mean, falling far. Uh, I can see the Cowboys biting on a guy like that. And, like, I kind of like that fit. Like, Dallas, go get play, a big playmaking can, yeah, guy potentially on the back end. He can come down and play some big nickel for you. Like, you're getting him for his coverage upside. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, and you badly need a safety. Oh, good And point. you get to go LSU back-to-back. Fine. I hope. Oh. Uh, do I go LSU again? No. But, but I wish I could have and got Lloyd Cushenberry at this position. That would have been sick. I, I thought about Cushenberry, but he's not there at 51 either. I don't so. think they're going uh, I got the Nick I Harris. think they took Connor McGovern Ooh. to be their center. Like, they took him in the third round. That's, Why else would they have taken Potentially. I... No, I'm not. It's too early for me to. I think they, they like if they took him <laughs> in the third round, they clearly think he's going to be a starter. I, I'm no. I'm saying you can go Nick okay. Harris. I'm uh, just saying. Let me. I'll, oh, I'll I don't love that scheme fit. Going from the best power center in the league to a guy who's not capable. Yeah, but but it's McCarthy coming That's in with Joe Philbin. They're pretty. They're zone heavy, so it's it's a change there. Yeah, and I think like. It's kind of a nice fit for Harris. I don't know if this is right, but this is my thought, so I'll, I'll pitch it to you. Letting Harris have that strong offensive line around him, I think just him not worrying too much. He can pass blocks off in, 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 my, in, in pass protection. I, I don't and then just letting him go out and get to the second level. I must have taken Connor McGovern that early. Uh, that, that's fair. I, again, I, I like Nick Harris more than I like Connor McGovern. Um, if it's... See, this kind of sucks for okay, me. It's not that Maybe Cam, I don't know. This, Cam Densler doesn't really fit them. Okay. Uh, wait, is that all I the take picks? Go on. Okay, I'm the Giants. Uh, fourth yeah, overall, it's obviously a tackler Isaiah Simmons. I still think it's gonna be a tackle. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm like, I'm moving closer to thinking they right do now. go I'm Isaiah Simmons, sure. but for now, I'm gonna stick with the tackle. Gettleman mm-hmm. needs one. Jedrick Will's best tackle in this class, in my opinion. Plug him in at right tackle immediately. It makes your team better at run blocking. And just that really solidifies the offensive Correct. line for now. Uh, here's where I have Ashton Davis, 36 overall. Yep. Joe Judge takes over. Um, the Giants are going to likely shift 
their defense to a similar hybrid um, format to the Patriots, I would assume. And think about Devin McCourty as that single mm-hmm. high all these years. They need that single high guy. Ashton Davis is the best single high safety in this class. Um, I, his stock's kind of all over just because he didn't test and he's been hurt and he missed the senior bowl, all that. Yeah. But prior to that, he was certainly in the conversation for safety one. And he honestly he still could be. And the range, and he's a super aggressive guy. Um, I, I think it, it's a really nice fit. Yeah, and, and like Peppers the, the can combo be down of Davis and Peppers a lot nice. more in, in almost like a hybrid linebacker. Like Pe- yeah. he can be their Pat Chung baby, it's double. Uh, yeah, yeah. Joe Judge uh, is going to use Peppers. And then ninth, they're going to go edge rusher. Uh, I say at this point, take the best available. I'm going to say Curtis Weaver's here. Curtis Weaver's a weird guy. I think he could be here. Okay. Julian Aquara could be here. Yep. I like the fit of Weaver because Lorenzo Carter's that long, really athletic upside pass rusher where Weaver has a high floor, a lower ceiling. He's a weird build, but he's really strong with his mm-hmm. hands. Go, go get a consistent guy. And then your front seven's kind of weird because you've got Leonard Williams um, uh, coming back. They obviously draft Dexter Lawrence. Then they, they've got uh, Carter, Zimnias. Like just, you just keep putting guys in there until you find the, the – the group that works. Uh, okay, Eagles. Yeah, Weaver's almost Zimmer, like the Zimmer's idea they had like pretty decent year, but he's a better player. Yeah, me too. No, I, I just hire on Weaver coming out. Anyways, uh, Philadelphia they got the twenty first pick in the first round. You took uh, Justin Jefferson yeah. for the for the Dolphins, right? Yes, you did. So I'm going to play like Jefferson's off the board here. So I think that that makes <laughs> I know. So I think that makes their uh, decision between the next best receiver for me is Jalen Rager or uh, Kenneth Murray. I'm going to pull the trigger on Kenneth Murray. They have bad I, I think you can get a better receiver. Uh, we, we've taken... Their, their linebackers are fucking terrible. Like, the, easily the worst spot on their on their uh, team. Uh, receivers, not great either. The but you can get player. a much better receiver in the second round. Exactly, or rather than linebacker. We've talked about linebacker last week. It's kind of a wasteland. Only one second-round grade, I think, for both of us. So get Murray, uh, the second-best linebacker in the class. Don't worry about that. You, you let him go. And uh, with that defensive line in front of him, he can just run and hit. I, I think that's a great fit for both uh, both sides. Now at 53, we've taken a lot of receivers. This is a little early for him. I don't know if I love the fit, but I, top receivers kind of off the board now. So you're going a little deeper. I got them Van Jefferson. It. Well, I think could just be a really, really okay, really, really safe for the Philadelphia Eagles. Everyone's kind of like plugging in a uh, you know a long explosive guy, which fair enough. But I, I think just adding Jefferson, yourself, who's going to start week one, in my opinion, with he's Deshaun so Jackson speed, JJ Arcega Whiteside in theory is your power forward. Like you, you need a guy who can Jefferson can play inside, yeah. can play outside, and he wins a ton because he's an elite route runner and he catches everything. Exactly. Exactly. So it's just like for a team that you're like, fuck, okay, this was a wasteland last year after. He's kind of like Justin Jefferson, Get a just safety, not as like, athletic. Like, and better, yeah, more consistent. Like, runner, smaller, le- less explosive. Yeah, savvier. S- I like that. Savvier? Yes. But even uh, Jefferson's I think just Jefferson's better at getting yeah. off the line. Anyways. But no, I like that. That's a, that's yep, a sneaky no, that's, good, that's nice pick. Uh, third. Thank you. Uh, you'll hate. Maybe you'll hate this one. Uh, their, their original third round pick went for Darius Slay, so that's fucking great. <laughs> then they they got a comp pick one hundred three. I got them a safety. Uh, 
Oh, you like know, more of a fourth round guy. I got the Brandon Jones from Texas. And and I like Brandon Jones. You're drafting like, him to be your uh, Malcolm Jenkins yeah. in quotations. Brandon Jones played a ton of like down low in that nickel flat role, which is what they use Malcolm Jenkins to do. Yeah, yeah. Really good tackler, yeah, like good size. Uh, didn't test. Good tackler, yeah. I, I think Brandon Jones. I think, I think we both we both like kind of getting slept on in this this classes. Yeah, like I don't think he's gonna be a third round pick, but like with again, it's one hundred three. Uh, I got right. no problem taking him there. Okay, Washington only has two picks in the first three yep. rounds. Obviously, second overall, they're taking Chase Young. They're they're not taking a quarterback. Come on, people. Chase Young's best player in the draft. Ron Rivera wants that cornerstone to help change the culture in Washington and just immediate all pro type or not all pro, but like you know what I mean. He can be an all pro type, uh, and their their front seven's already pretty yep. scary. And I'm not saying they're the 49ers of this year by any means, but, like, he can have that Nick Bosa impact because of what's already there surrounding him. Like, Jonathan Allen's very, very good. Ron Payne's good. Matt Ioannis, very good. Ryan Kerrigan's consistently one of the most underrated guys, and they drafted Montez Sweat. This also this also allows them to potentially flip Ryan Kerrigan for something uh, to a contender because, obviously, they're in a yeah. rebuild. And um, I, Although I love Ryan Kerrigan, like, if they could... Like you, you got to think a guy like Ryan Kerrigan is still worth a decent chunk uh, to a contending team. I, I he like he should be. I but I'm, it I'd rather you, it hold you on to him than more trade point. him. For it also value. depends what the new staff thinks of Montez. Absolutely, Floyd, obviously, absolutely. Uh, and then the third round, their receiver yes. core, their pass catching core in general sucks. Outside Terry McLaurin, it's uh, well, I mean Trey Quinn, duh. But like they don't have any tight ends, Duh. other than McLaurin, nobody's proven. Go get Michael Pittman, sixty sixth overall. Get Michael Pittman if he's there. I think he's consistently moving up the board, even though AJ hates him. Uh, he is a big downfield mm-hmm. uh, target who can win fifty fifty balls. I think he's underrated. Like he's not a good route or great route runner or anything, but for his size, he's one of the better route runners among big men in this class. He he consistently finds uh, holes in zone, gives you yeah. a nice um, big target next to Terry McLaurin. Hell yeah! It no, is. That's, All right, that's thanks for fit. listening to this episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven. Uh, next episode will be soon, and we'll be doing Nichols and NFC North. Hell yeah! What a good Friday it was.